see, as we look at the story of Christmas, I think that you can't forget the journey that they had to take to get there. So many times in Christmas, we just, we focus on the gift, right? You have Black Friday shopping, which conveniently comes just as you're buying all your Christmas presents. You know, Cyber Monday, and then, oh no, Santa's coming, so Santa better buy all of his things. And, 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 and we love to give gifts to each other, and, and it's a wonderful time of the year to, to just bless one another and say, say we love you, and, 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 and to be able to spend time with family, and all of, all of those things are so important. But if we can see through all of the craziness and, and if we can see through the, the greatest gift of all, the true reason for Christmas really was this gift of Jesus. This little baby who, who was born in a manger and, and maybe just, a, just any sort of baby being born in a manger wouldn't be that special, but, but it's special because we knew who this baby would become. We knew who this baby was, right? We know, we know that one day this baby will grow into a man. We know that one day this baby will grow into not just any man, but a man who, who teaches us to love, who teaches us how to treat people, who teaches us about the heart of God. And this man would later lay down his life for us, and he would die on a cross so that we could be set free. Right? This wasn't just any baby. He was not, he was not just any man, but he was the son of God. He was the King of kings, the Lord of lords, the Prince of peace, the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end. This baby was something special. He, he was the Messiah, the greatest gift of all, the greatest gift of all. You see, you know, normally when, when people give gifts, they don't give them for no reason, right? There's always a reason behind when you get a gift, right? I knew at home we had a tradition we would have stockings and and you know we we had this tradition where santa would go and hide the stockings and you would have to search all through the house until you found your stocking and i knew every single year there were going to be three things in my stocking the first thing i was going to have is underwear and socks and anybody anybody who has a little boy knows why they need underwear and socks right it's it's a it's like a four times five six times a year you just got to replace them all and and go through them and so that was always the first thing i knew i knew there'd be both of those the second thing was always toothpaste right you know like my mommy or santa was like you better brush your teeth you better have clean teeth you know that was that was something that was always there and the third thing was always deodorant boy you stank that's right. That's that's the message. That's you're you're always giving a gift for a reason, right? And then you know, one year my mom gave me a razor to shave my face, and uh, I don't know if I used that gift. But but anyways, you know, we give gifts with a purpose. We give gifts for a reason, right? Like if we want to give somebody money, we give them money so that they can have some more freedom, so maybe they can do something that they couldn't do on their own. Right? Or, or if we give, if, if we give our, our child a toy, why do we give them a toy? We give them a toy so that they can have fun. So that they can have joy. So that we can put a smile on their face. So that they can play with that toy. Right? If, if a husband gives his wife a necklace or a bracelet or a ring, what is he saying? He's saying, I love you. you know, and if we give a gift without a purpose or without a reason, if we give a gift without an intention, usually it just ends up like some drunk or hopefully, if you're lucky, a white elephant gift, right? Gifts need a reason so that they can be used. And you know, 
I feel like as we look at this story, as the kid act, kids acted out this little, this little love story between Mary and Joseph, and they did, they did the things that Mary may have done, Mary and Joseph may have done when they were kids, right? They may have played with dolls, they may have played with blocks and superheroes and, and whatever, whatever they had to, to, at their time because they were just two normal kids. They were just two normal kids, and they acted this out. And I think as we look at this story, we see an intention of God behind the gift, Right, the way that we give a gift matters. The way that we give a gift matters. And we see Joseph and Mary, and they were just, they were engaged to be married. Just like two normal teenagers, that they were engaged to be married. Right, they were planning their life together. They were planning their honeymoon to Jamaica. They were planning all of these things. You know, they were, they probably knew where they were going to live. They probably knew what they were going to do. They probably, they probably, you know, how many kids are we going to have? What are we going to name our first kid? And they were probably having these conversations. They were having these conversations and until one day God chose to give them a gift. He chose to give Mary and Joseph a gift. And, and the angel comes to Mary and says, Mary, you are going to have a child. And it's going to be from me. And one day that child's going to be the Messiah. And so, so Mary had a choice, right? Because this gift that God was presenting her, this gift... It, it could give Mary everything in the world. It could give her all the joy. She would, she would be the mother of the Messiah. You know, but at the same time, it was going to cost her everything. You know, what was, what was Mary thinking? You know, I'm pregnant. I'm engaged to a man. Who, who, who is he going to think this is from? Joseph's never going to believe that I just... That I just it all of a sudden happened. He's not going to believe that. He's not going to believe me. He's going he's to think that I did something. You know, or, or maybe this wasn't what Mary wanted. Maybe she had her own, she had her own destiny and her own purpose in mind. But yet the angel comes and God gives her a gift and he says, he says are you going to take this? And what Mary does is she says, yes. Yes, I will. And then Joseph, Joseph had a situation too, right? Joseph was given a gift. He was given a gift in Mary, and through Mary, he was given the gift of being able to be the father of Jesus. But yet Joseph was facing so much. There were so many reasons for Joseph, Joseph to forsake Mary. Reason after reason, right? According to their culture, there was only two things that the Jewish community would have thought of Mary and Joseph. The first thing is that Mary and Joseph did something naughty, right? They weren't married yet. And, and, and then they would be condemned. And they would be looked at in a negative light as, as, as unclean. Or, or the second thing is Joseph could have said, hey, it's not mine. And, and, and Joseph could have separated himself from, from and kept himself in an honorable position in the Jewish community. And he could have even carried out the judgment of God because the law said that, that a woman who commits adultery, that that, that can actually be a, an offense that, that is stoned for. Joseph could have, could have been the one who, who carries out this justice. You know, but Joseph was a man of honor, so he, he says, okay, you know, you know what, this situation's crazy. I don't know what to do, but I'll, I'll choose to divorce her quietly so that I don't publicly shame her. You know, he took, he took the honorable route even before God sent an angel to him. But then God sends an angel to Joseph and says, hey, I'm doing something here. I'm doing something here. The Holy Spirit conceived that child in Mary. 
don't be afraid to take her as your wife. And Joseph had a choice. Joseph had a choice, but he chose, he chose to obey God. He chose to, to take Mary as his wife. And then the two of them, they chose to go on a journey. Right? They, they, could, have, they could have ignored the census and, and rebelled against government, or maybe, maybe Joseph could have just went on his, by himself or, or, or something. But, I mean, to spend nine months on a donkey, or at nine months pregnant, to spend it on a donkey, like, no woman wants that. Right? But yet, they chose to do it. And they toughed out the journey. They could have quit. They could have quit when they got to, the, to, the, the, to Bethlehem when they couldn't find a place to, to stay. They could have quit then. They didn't have to flee to Egypt when King Herod was killing the babies. They didn't have to do that time and time again in Mary and Joseph's life. They didn't have to choose to be obedient in raising Jesus as the child. They didn't have to choose, but time and time again, they said, Lord, you gave us a gift. You gave us a gift, and we, we want to make it the fullest possible. You see, Mary and Joseph were just two normal people like you and I. The Bible doesn't say there was anything special about Mary or Joseph. There was nothing special about them except for the fact that they obeyed what God had asked them to do. They obeyed what God had asked them to do with their gift. You see, God sent us a gift to this world in the form of his son, Jesus Christ. He sent us a gift into this world. And he did it through people just like you and me. He did it through us. He did it through Mary and Joseph. And not only did he send his son, Jesus, through two people, but then he, he built this, this wonderful love story about how he was going to save us and redeem us and give us freedom from our sins so that we can be restored in a relationship with him. And, and through that process, through that process, Jesus gives us the great commission. Jesus gives us the great commission. It's, it's what we are supposed to do when we receive the gift. Right? We don't want to waste the gift that God gives us. We don't want to waste it. So Jesus gives us the Great Commission. He says, take my name to the ends of the earth and teach people about me. Teach people about me. You see, we, we're in this, this series where we're looking at carols, and, and there was a reason that we did this, this carol away in the manger because that's, that's this week, this, this series, or the, 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 the topic for this, this week is, is the away in the manger. And the away in the manger song is so simple. That's so beautiful because it just looks, it just looks at it. The first, it starts with, you know, away in a manger. There's no crib for a bed. The little Lord Jesus laid down his sweet head. This, this, this scene where the gift, the light of the world was given to us. He was fully Lord, but yet fully man. And he was given to us as a gift. He was given to us as a gift. And, and listen, folks, I don't, I don't want us to use the gift of Jesus Christ in our lives like a really bad present. Jesus was given to us so that we could take him to the end of the world. Jesus was given to us as a gift so that we would shout about him from the, from the mountains. 
Jesus was the greatest gift ever given. And the joy of him should fill our hearts day in and day out so that we can share his love with the world. This is, this is the gift that we have been given, and we have been charged to do something with it. We have been charged to carry it to the ends of the world. And, and when we do carry it to the ends of the world, there's something very special that happens. Because when we receive the gift of Jesus, we get breakthrough. We get breakthrough. The joy, the joy of God comes into our hearts. The joy of peace and life comes into our hearts. It comes into our communities. It surrounds us. And this is, this is the gift coming to life. Coming to lives in our lives. And, and there's a song. There's a song that the kids have worked really hard on. They've prepared a dance for you guys. So get ready. They're going to they're gonna dance their faces off here in a second. And it's going to be awesome. And I want you guys to just get lost in the, in the awesome, the neon colors and the glow sticks and everything that's about to happen. But I don't want you to miss this line of the song because we picked this for a specific reason. This line of the song, it says this. It says, God, you're always breaking through the dark. You're breaking into lives and you're healing hearts. Your love has torn the veil, and your love can never fail. Your love is making all things new. Listen, this is what God wants to do in our lives. This is what God wants to do in our community. And I believe full-heartedly that God wants to use this church, this church, this body of people, to carry the name of Jesus into our region and to change the atmosphere to change the feelings of our works, to change the atmospheres of our schools, to change our politics, to change the heart of God's people in this region because we have been given a gift and we are, we are entrusted to carry it and to take it to its fullness. And I believe so much that God wants to do that through you and through I, just like Mary and Joseph. They were just normal people. All they did was say yes. And you might say, well, Logan, that's really scary. Well, you know what? Riding on a donkey for 80-some miles at nine months pregnant is probably really scary and probably really uncomfortable, but I don't want to lose any friends. Well, you know what? God's going to restore your relationships. He wants to give you better friends. Or maybe it's, you know, but Logan, to, to do that, it's going to change my dreams, right? I have these dreams. I have this outlook. I have a 401k. I have all of this stuff. Everything needs to go exactly how I want it to go. And I, I've been planning this my whole entire life. Well, you know what? God has a better dream for you. He has a better plan for you. He has a better use of that 401k. God's savings account is a lot bigger than my savings account. I'll tell you that much. That's not very hard. But still. Right, the Lord wants to do something through you. God has given us the gift of Jesus, and it's not for us to just say, yay, Jesus, and hold on to him. It's for us to be saved and then run into this world with open arms and love the lost and love the weak and pick up the broken. Give to the poor. Help the needy. Take care of his children. This is, this is the gift that God has given us. And this is, he says, go. I am equipping you to go. This is the heart. This is the intention of the gift. It sets you free so that you can go and help somebody else be free. 
It gives you breakthrough so that you can be the peace that gives somebody else breakthrough. This is our joy and this is our life. This is our peace.